Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents the Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by TJS Ceramic Studio, Posh Boutique in the Bridges at 57, The Sky and Tea, Excel Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and the Sioux Falls Arts Council. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food, and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. Our countdown continues to episode number 200, just five weeks away. Yes, that means this is 195, and there will be some surprises. Yes, plural. Plus, the fourth anniversary is in October as well. we got a lot of stuff going on, including this one. Episode number 195. Today, we hear from another Sioux Falls Arts Council Artist Microgrant recipient, Kyrie Dunkley, who used her microgrant to purchase materials to decorate traditional Native American skirts and shirts. Then singer-songwriter Link West joins the show to talk about his shows that he likes to call new and known. Later in the hour, from the Washington Pavilion, Catherine Holtz, she's going to give us details on the Sidewalk Arts Festival that hits downtown next Saturday, September 9th. She doesn't know this fact, but she is the 300th individual guest on the Dave Holly Hour. I believe I owe her some merch. But first, let's pop the cork on this bubbly little show. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve. Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here! So long, hump day in your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty, we can't wait for Friday. So a day early, we start the party. No matter what you may be drinking, what you're drinking it out of might be dependent upon the time of day or what your situation is as to what you're drinking. Regardless, hoist them high. And this Weekend Eve Toast goes out to all of you for your support. This show has now been downloaded more than 15,000 times. Okay, that's not a huge number in terms of what national advertisers look at. I will doubtfully ever have one of them. But that's not the point of this show. I know that I have a niche market by focusing on arts and entertainment in and around a Midwest city. Still, that number represents at least 15,000 times promoting the arts. And to that, I toast to you with my traditional Jack Daniels Diet Coke with a lime, better known as a Jasper Newton. The Weekend Eve Toast has been brought to you by The Sky in Tea. The Sky provides all caps fun. That is best had with friends. Have fun playing darts or shooting pool. Have fun listening to great live music from local musicians. Or have fun singing a karaoke. Hey, you need some extra room to hold a company party or a benefit? The Sky's back room fits the bill. No matter what's going on at The Sky, it's local and it's lively. All right, so what put a smile on Dave's face in the past week? Have to give it out. Congratulations to the Sioux Falls Arts Council for putting on an absolutely incredible double feature Tuesday evening with their celebration of creativity. Had a world premiere of the short documentary called Elevate, which is about the diversity and inclusions of people of color in the Sioux Empire in the arts community. It featured four local artists, including... Kyrie Dunkley, whom you're going to hear from in just a moment. And this film is incredible. Then there was a panel discussion that followed, some great questions. Then it was on to the Sioux Falls Arts Awards. Awards in the Arts, I believe, is the actual title. Uh, my good friend Simon Floss made a great MC. There were some great uh, guest speakers and a rousing musical duet that brought down the house by Clinton Store and Etta McKinley. It was a wow moment, and uh, the whole evening was just great. There was plenty of applause for the awards recipients, including some podcaster that talks to you on a weekly basis, of which I am very humbled. 
Later on, we hear from Katherine Holtz about the annual Sidewalk Arts Festival. Singer-songwriter Link West is around the corner. But up next, micro-grant recipient Kyrie Dunkley on the Dave Holly Hour. Are you an artist? Need some funding to further your art? There's a great opportunity for you through a Sioux Falls Arts Council program. The Artist Micro-Grant program gives away several micro-grants to local artists, no matter what art discipline you're in. Unlike more traditional grants, a micro-grant is very easy to apply for. Go to artssuefalls.org. If you haven't done so yet, create a listing on the artist directory, which is beneficial in its own way. Then go to the Artist Micro-Grants page and apply online. The process is simple. Find out more about the Sioux Falls Arts Council as well online at artssuefalls.org. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, last week, we started a new segment that we're going to be doing each and every week here on the Dave Holly Hour to feature someone that has been a recipient of a micro-grant from Sioux Falls Arts Council. And today, we're joined by Kyrie Dunkley. How are you doing? Okay, thank you for asking. Glad to have you along. Now, uh, you did a specific thing with your grant money, correct? Yes. Yeah, and tell us about that project then. Um, I was on the Sioux Falls um, School District Indian Ed Parent Committee, mm -hmm. and um, I just finished a sewing workshop at Joe Foss with um, Don Marie Jo Johnson when she was out there. Um, the sewing workshop did really well, and um, I got a lot of feedback that there were more students, more seniors that mm -hmm. were wanting ribbon skirts and ribbon shirts, and it was just something I didn't have the, the means to do. Right. And uh, we were planning the honoring celebration in May, and it was right around the corner. So um, when I applied for that micro grant, I used the funds for the seniors that um, wanted a ribbon skirt, a ribbon shirt. Tell us about those. How do you go about constructing them? Well, for the ribbon skirts, it takes approximately two to two and a half yards of fabric, um, including um, ribbon in each color that they they wanted. Um, I gave them the opportunity to design their own ribbon skirts. Oh, fantastic! And their own ribbon shirts, and um, I just went and got the materials for it, and I put them together for the ribbon shirts. I just um, bought regular button-up shirts, and I used applique okay. to apply the designs that they wanted. All right. So, how long would each of those take then? It can take anywhere from four to six hours. And then, you know, if I'm stopping in between multiple breaks, it can take longer. Yeah. Uh, what do you enjoy about doing that, though? What I like is um, being able to mix and match and um, using different threads and different colors. I like um, different textiles, um, especially anything that's shiny. I like to include um, gold and silver in any of my designs. Were there any... Uh designs that you went whoa this is really awesome uh one in particular was one of the seniors he designed a ribbon shirt and he um, drew a picture of a cherry blossom and i wanted to um, make sure that that design was specific to what he drew so i just um i just blew up that picture um on my tv and then i traced it and outlined it and then i um turned it into applique, so it was an exact replica of what he actually drew. The story behind that cherry blossom was that um, his sister passed away, hmm. and he wanted to wear that shirt in memory of her, and cherry blossoms were her favorite. Yeah, and this is a, a great way that uh, someone can be very personal then yes. when it comes to their graduation. Yes. Uh, and uh, do you continue to do that then? Yes, I, I do uh, make ribbon skirts and ribbon shirts. I do have a couple, I believe, down at Sweetgrass Soapery still. Um, I just recently organized a fashion show downtown at the Levitt, mm -hmm. which took place during the um, Indigenous Music Festival, All My Relations, All My Relatives. Um, and that was July, July 8th. And uh, obviously, it's, it's passion for you, but uh, it's also a great thing for everybody else. Uh, what got you into doing this to begin with? My, my son. Um, I was pregnant, and um, according to customs that I grew up around, we um, make star quilts and baby moccasins. And then if you're taking them to powwows, you create their, regal their regalias for them. So um, 
I remember going to Paolo's when I was a lot younger. I didn't exactly pick up a sewing machine until I got pregnant, um, but I watched my aunties do it and put it, put it together. So I kind of just um, had that that motivation and determination to just figure it out and get it done. It's a it's a wonderful program, the micro grants, and uh, it's it's always great to hear what people are using them for. So, Kyrie Dunkley, we certainly appreciate what you have put yours toward. Uh, how do you see this program going in the future for other people? Well, I, I really like the the process that it was so simplified. And, you know, there weren't a whole lot of hoops to jump through. And I just really appreciated that they believed in giving me money and saying, <laughs> here, do what you want with it. And, you know, I because I, I really wanted to, because I really love my craft. That's what it went right, right. back into. It obviously made that uh, happen a little easier then. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Thank you. And we'll be back with more in just a moment. Check out the new ceramic studio in Sioux Falls, conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. TJS Ceramics. We have thousands of classic vintage ceramic mold items and several new items, too. TJS Ceramics offers classes through the Sioux Falls Community Education Program and special open studio nights every Thursday evening. Bisque, studio time, or finished custom items are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in Sioux Falls today. Dr. Perry Langston and Dr. Corey Tooney know excellence is in you. That's why they provide you with excellent care at Excel Chiropractic, improving your overall health in spirit, body, mind, and will. Get results the natural way. Arrange a consultation, 605-332-9235 or exocairos.com. Excellent care for excellent people. Excel Chiropractic, located at 4309 South Racket Drive in Sioux Falls. The Dave Holly Hour, like eavesdropping on a great conversation between two very interesting people. Welcome back, everybody. You know that standard intro. You really should have it next to you when you're listening to this podcast, just so you can say it along and say, it's always a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. And it's always a pleasure to have a new guest on as well. And that is our case today. Link West, how are you? I am fantastic. It is great to be here. And and you look fantastic, too. Thank you. When, Thank and you. there was a part of this summer we might not have said that, especially with your smile. Yeah. You uh, broke some teeth. Yeah, I had to take a few weeks off from the gigs. Yeah. And I am definitely a show-must-go-on kind of guy. Right. Absolutely, you know. Like like, like the, uh, the post office, right? Regardless of the weather, <laughs> I'm out there doing the thing. Yeah, I've played 100 degrees. I've played in the rain. I've a had... lot of people this year played in 100 degrees. Didn't yes. They? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh goodness gracious! But what happened? What What took place? Yeah. That... Well, I, I was biking back home mm -hmm. uh, from a concert downtown, which I love doing in the summers here. Yeah. And uh, coming back from the band Night Moves from okay. Minneapolis was playing a show. Uh, heading back home, going across the bridge on Cliff Avenue down by Lincoln High School across mm -hmm. the river. And I don't know what distracted me, but uh, my handlebars just barely clipped the edge of the bridge, which flipped the front wheel right into it. And my face went right into a post. Oh, my. It uh, basically took out two teeth, and I got stitches on my nose, and I got stitches inside my mouth on my lips. And it was, uh, I went to the ER that night. That yeah. night. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the show must go on, and uh, within two weeks you were back at it? Yeah, I did uh, one show before my dentist could replace the holes in my mouth with some fillings to mm -hmm. get me through, and that was a weird show. Uh, my vocals were a little weird, but my harmonica playing was fine. <laughs> so I was like, so yeah. vocals being a little weird, in what way were you uh, whistle while you work? Yeah, well, the biggest thing was actually uh, uh, air support. Oh, you, I spoke. It's yeah. hard to keep a note going. Uh, all the air would just go right through the holes in my teeth. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Oh, wow. So those beautiful high notes I just love to <laughs> sing, uh, they just fell flat. But uh, did some extended harmonica solos, and it, it was just fine. All right. It worked out. Okay. Yep. And uh, you know what? Uh, if I say the wrong name throughout the course of this conversation, forgive me. Because it is actually uh, one of your social media names, mm -hmm. Link West Rocks. 
I always think that Link Westrocks, <laughs> and I think Westrocks would be a great band name. That would be a good band name. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to keep that in the back okay, of your mind if you ever play with others. I will for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what makes you uh, exciting as a solo performance? What is it about your act that people want to come see? Yeah. Well, I like to do a variety of things. Mm-hmm. You know, I write songs, but uh, most of the gigs I get are, are cover heavy. Right. For sure. That, that's the thing. And I like to mix it up. You know, it's yeah. uh, I like pretty much all music. Yeah. So it doesn't hurt me if people want to hear a country song. If people want to hear Johnny Cash, absolutely. I'll do Johnny Cash. Uh, I love to do uh, 80s one hit wonders. Oh, Songs classics. Like, yeah, like, like uh, Melt With You. Yeah. Modern English. Yep. Uh, Under the Milky Way by The Church. There's a lot of those sort of new wavy one-hit wonder 80s tunes that, that I were. grew up on. You know, yeah. I love the cars and all that kind of stuff. Uh, usually they don't, uh, uh, you don't hear them on acoustic guitar very often. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I do my own style, kind of find my own timing on them. Right. My own way of uh, kind of putting it together. And uh, I like to do songs that are slightly obscure. But when people do know the song, they really light up. Like, oh, True. I know that one. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah. yeah. Somebody goes up and uh, requests something very strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you one of those that you, you do know it typically? Or are you one yeah. of those that goes, mm, give me a moment, let me think about it? Right, right. Well, I always say I take requests, but I probably don't know the song. <laughs> However, I probably know something kind of like it. So I can usually get, give them something they, they want to hear. What's yeah. what's most requested of you? Do you have a, a go-to that people know Link West is great playing this tune? <laughs> well, the Johnny Cash is always always an easy one. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Uh, so that's a good one. Uh, I get a lot of requests for the Eagles. Yeah. Things like that, you know. So I've picked up a few songs. Uh, take, taking it easy is a pretty good one. Uh, I find if I do take it really easy, works out pretty well. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a pretty laid back guy. Yeah. You know? And yeah. most of the gigs I do, it's two to three hours often in, right. in the sunshine. So you need to kind of pace yourself to get through that. It's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. Oh, that's for sure. Those kinds and, of things. Yeah, yeah, and uh, especially, you know, this year, uh, there's been so much of that too, that, you know, people are getting a lot of the sidewalk gigs, they're getting a lot of the, uh, you know, playing at the uh, different breweries and so forth. What's your favorite venue? Favorite venue? Uh, well, uh, you know, I tell you, one of the places that's been great is the Brandon Farmer's Market. They've got a little farmer's market right. out there, started yeah. a couple years ago, and it's just a nice place to be. Uh, everyone's just super friendly down there. Uh, another place is Ben's Brew Station down in Yankton. I like getting down there. I have not been to that yet, yeah. but I keep being told by a, a co-worker that it's a great place. Yep. Okay. Gotta, yeah, gotta definitely. Put that on the, uh, yeah, exactly. Not necessarily yep. bucket list, but at least get down right. there sometime, right? <laughs> <laughs> what's, yeah. your, what's your favorite song to go to when you're playing? Uh, it really depends on what I'm feeling in the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, favorite songs for me. There's a Jackson Brown tune I love a lot. Which called, one? It's called These Days. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know it. Uh, apparently, he wrote that when he was like 13 yeah. years old, which is insane. And I had no idea it was a Jackson Brown song. I thought it was a Nico song. If you know Nico right. from the Velvet Underground yep. uh, posse, uh, she sang with him for a bit. Uh, she has a cover of it that ends up on a lot of like indie movie soundtracks. Yeah. It's really sort of, you know, ethereal and smoky, you know, which suits her style for sure. And then I found out that Jackson Brown actually wrote it and I looked up his version of it. Yeah, that's just a great song. That it is, no doubt about it. And uh, I've been a huge Jackson Brown fan Mm -hmm. for, oh, probably since I was about 13. Okay, sure, uh, sure. I've often said, you know, I I want at my funeral the last song to be running on empty. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the tank finally. There we go. We got it. Got every last drop out of that tank. Here we are. What what got you into music? Here we are. Uh, You know, when I was a kid, uh, I just uh, always uh, played played saxophone in the school band, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So music was always around. But uh, the moment that did it for me, I was in the seventh grade and uh, my dad heard me listening to the radio. And the Bengals had a cover of Hazy Shade of Winter at the time, which was a big hit for them. And I liked that song a lot. It was popular. And my dad heard it and said, that's a Simon and Garfunkel song. Yep. And I I had no idea who Who he was talking about. What are you talking about? 
but he went through his old vinyl record collection that was collecting dust, and he pulled out bookends by Simon and Garfunkel, and he showed it to me. Did he play it at that point then too? Uh, no, he was. Uh, just, yeah, he, he was between things. Okay, he, he, was okay. just, he was just, just going to point me in the right direction and see where right. I, where I went from there. Uh, yeah, but I pulled it out, and uh, my mind was blown that this song was actually you know thirty some years older, right. probably twenty some. And uh, then I started reading the lyrics on the back of the album. You know, the old vinyl records, right, all the lyrics you could were print there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I started reading the lyrics, and as a seventh grader, my mind was blown that music could actually mean something. Ah, uh, not, know, not I, just, a, hey, it's got a good rhythm, you can dance to it, yeah, I'll give it yeah. a 96. Exactly, yeah. you know, which we know, which I, I love listening to the radio as a kid, like any kid yeah. does, and sitting along with the radio, all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, when you're hitting those early pubescent years, <laughs> all of a sudden these are songs about love and loss, and there's a song on there about teenage suicide, and just, you know, Mrs. Robinson's on there. Yeah. You know, all these heavy-hitting Classic songs. Classic stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. and the lyrics were fantastic. So, so by going through that process uh, such as that, are, do you find yourself now doing that even more? Mm-hmm. Like you want to find something that just was so yes. good lyrically, not just musically. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I, I have pretty high standards for lyrics, <laughs> which gets in the way. I, I'm always trying to write songs. But right. I'm always looking at my own work and comparing it to somebody else. And, you know, like a guy I love, uh, current guy, uh, Jason Isbell. Mm-hmm. If you're familiar with him, uh, you know, I love his stuff. And there are a handful of Jason Isbell songs I've learned that I love to do when I'm performing. Problem is, uh, his songs are kind of sad. Yeah. Even the ones that seem kind of happy have a twist <laughs> to them, you know? It's more about the loss than the love. And uh, so it's kind of hard to squeeze those into a set when you're trying to entertain people. Exactly. But, when people uh, are coming out and uh, thinking, you know, more of like you mentioned the Eagles and probably, right. you know, yeah. a few like yeah. Johnny Cash, you also exactly. mentioned. But, you know, for me, it'd be Marshall Tucker Band or somebody along sure. that line. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, you, you hear something like that, it's like, Okay. Like, wait a minute. Wait. Yeah. Buzzkill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get me another double Jack Daniels. Great, yeah. great. Uh, I'm crying over here. All yeah. right. So saxophone yeah. you started with. Yeah. 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 When, yeah. Did, when did the guitar come along then? And then guitar came along when I was uh, probably about 16. Because okay. like, I wanted to sing. Yeah. And you just can't sing with the saxophone in your mouth. Good so point. It just doesn't work, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to sing. And uh, yeah, I, had, uh, I found uh, Back to Simon and Garfunkel and that kind of stuff. I found some music books at the local record store. Uh-huh. that had the chord charts and everything. And uh, yeah, I went through and tried to squeeze my fingers on the frets in the right places on this old acoustic guitar that my dad had in the closet since he was in college with the strings were an inch off the frets. <laughs> and it was very painful, but uh, I just kind of you know, kept with it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And uh, so at what point did you uh, find out about electricity then? Yeah, electricity. I, I toyed with that in college a little bit. I mm-hmm. uh, bought an electric guitar off my buddy's roommate who decided he was done being goth and was going to play basketball. So, <laughs> so this guy got he got a haircut, totally changed his look, changed his friend group, and sold me his guitar for like a hundred bucks with a little practice amp and everything. <laughs> so yeah, started playing there, and uh, yeah, then I uh, had a band uh, through my twenties. I used to live in Columbus, Ohio, and had a band called the Secret Sound of the NSA, and we were kind of a Clash meets the Cars kind of a thing, and uh, we took that very seriously. Recorded a few CDs. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we, we harassed everybody we knew with any connection in the music industry, but you know, it's, uh, a, it's still, it's a one in a million shot, but we tried <laughs> as, as we're talking about, you know, you like to write, uh, and, uh, you, you have new songs of your own, but, mm-hmm. uh, we'll play, uh, all of the, uh, you know, any request basically that somebody comes up sure, sure. with. Yeah. Well, my, uh, my, my but, only rule is that I have to like the song. Okay. If I like the song, I'll, I'll do it. Ah. But fortunately, I like a lot of songs. Yeah. You know? Well, because yeah. like you said earlier, you like good music. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I guess one of the things that I love on your social media uh, is what it says is it says, new and known. Yeah. I love that. That's a great tagline. Thank you. Yeah. So keep using that. Yeah, okay. I will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> What's the dream for Link West when it comes to music? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not getting any younger. I'm a man of a certain age, mm-hmm. uh, as based on what I've talked about. About yep. uh, let's see, you can do the math. The Bengals had that hit in 1987. Yeah, and so I was in the seventh grade in 1987. Okay, so you can do so, the math on yep. that. Yep. Well, 
because I'm I was in uh, seventh grade in the seventies. Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> those are good times. <laughs> oh, they were. <laughs> I actually one day wore Coca Cola pants. Ooh, yeah, very nice. Yeah, they were yeah. red squares and white squares. Okay, and, oh yeah, yeah, that was been awesome. Yeah, that was. It's <laughs> back when Coca Cola was good too. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Before New Coke. Yeah, right. and yeah. everything else yep. that came along. <laughs> So what do you like to write about with your stuff? Yeah, uh, personal experience, Yeah, basically. Uh, I like to write in general. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, I I blog a lot. Uh, I write for Sodak Music Mag. It's a local local website that I know you're familiar with. Very familiar with. In fact, the uh, the 200th episode of this show coming up soon, and, well, somebody you might know from there Mm -hmm. is uh, going to be a guest host. Oh, fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I love writing. I've written some stuff on uh, Sioux Falls history for some things around town. Mm-hmm. And I like to do creative writing as well. Uh, so, yeah, I like to write in general. Um, yeah. The thing the thing I was trying to figure out in songs, uh, people do assume it's about you, even if you're writing a character. Uh, That's so, a great point. I never thought yeah. of that, really. So it's kind of tricky. But so, you're correct. Yeah. So I'm never quite sure just how much to put into character and how much to put to uh, to give right. of myself. In the lyrics, and then I'm rather picky. I mean, things have to rhyme, uh-huh. things have to line up. I do. I want. I want the beats. I want the words to actually fall on the beats. I want the strong words at the end of the phrase, you know, with the punch, you know, uh, you know, which is just basic writing 101 in general. So, but yeah, I overthink it. You a writer first, and then add the music. Uh, I. Or do you occasionally get yeah. a tune in, stuck in your head and go, oh, I got to lay that down and then yeah. come up with the words? You usually have an idea. Mm-hmm. I'll have an idea. It'll be like a little snippet. You know, uh, it'll be a phrase, maybe like half a chorus. Mm-hmm. And then I, I ask myself, what do I do with this? How do I fill it out? How do I add yeah. some verses to this? Where do I go with this? That kind of a mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, so, you've talked yeah. a lot about, uh, you know, the, the people that you uh, got influenced by mm-hmm. via your father in, in many ways. <laughs> saying, true, true. Hey, yeah. this was a so-and-so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, who do you admire when it comes to songwriting? Yeah, well, Jason Isbell is mm-hmm. way up there. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny. I I did not like country as a kid. Mm-hmm. One of those guys that said I like everything except for country and hip hop. Yeah, that was you know kind of a standard response for a indie rock, alt rock, college rock kind of kid like I was. Uh, but uh, you know, when it comes to great songwriting, the country guys tend to have it. You yeah. Know? The so, storytelling. Yeah, yeah. You know, my, my we go out in karaoke. Well, I shouldn't say we. I go out in karaoke. Okay. My wife cherokees. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sits there in the sits chair back and sings and along. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, but uh, she always has asked me. She says, "I'm surprised you don't like more country songs because mm-hmm. you love stories." Right. And I find it true. Mm-hmm. And then you know, there's there's some that uh, I love from country that I actually go to. But mm-hmm. now, as I think of that, it's like. And then I'll hear, you know, an old song from the 60s or 70s from country. Yeah. And go, yeah, I should really do that one, shouldn't I? Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Sturgill Simpson is another guy okay. these days that uh, I like a lot. He, he's a great writer as well. Uh, he has a really thick Kentucky accent, uh-huh. which I find charming. Uh, living in Columbus, Ohio, uh, Columbus is right on the crossroads of a couple of different cultural zones. So if you're north of Columbus, you get into basically Rust Belt kind of stuff, uh-huh. which is just in the shadow of the East Coast, really out there. If you get south of Columbus, you're getting towards Kentucky really yeah. fast. You know, so that I, I I had so many friends there that had that sort of thick Kentucky accent like that, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I love uh, yeah I love his stuff. It reminds me of that. Uh, yeah, so he's great. Um, yeah, country songs. Yeah, uh, I saw it was a uh, it was actually a, uh, a marching band show that was set to uh, to Jolene by Dolly Parton. Part? Yeah, okay. my, my kid did the march the color guard with the marching band and got uh-huh. me into all this stuff. So you never know what you're going to get into in life. You just got to <laughs> keep your eyes your eyes and your heart open. See what comes. Uh, but anyway, they did a show. Uh, the first half was Jolene classic Dolly Parton song. Right. And the second half was a song written, I think, in the 80s as a response to Jolene called Diane. And Diane was from the other woman's point of view. And so it's like, hey, Jolene, I had Mm -hmm. no idea that was your man. I didn't see the ring on his hand. Yeah. All that stuff, right? And it just made me tear up. 
it just the storytelling was so great. You got both women's points of view back and forth over this no good guy, and yeah, so that kind of stuff. A, a good country song can can make you make you make oh, you tear up pretty fast. That, that's for yep. sure. And uh, one of my favorites was Glenn Campbell. Oh, but, sure. You know, he wasn't the writer. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I was fortunate enough. I got to interview him live one time. Okay, and uh, I, first thing out of my question is, what makes for a great hit? He says, yeah. good songwriter, and I've got the best. Jimmy yeah. Webb. And he did. And, and then yep. even more. Which is our line, man, right? Yeah. 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 And, sure. and, yeah. Yep. In fact, uh, that's yeah. that's one of the lines yeah. I love. That was one of his. Was Jimmy Webb? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, and I love to uh, repeat that one quite often to my love and just say, I need you more than want you and I want you for all time. Beautiful. Yeah. And Beautiful. Just words like mm-hmm. that. Or, yep. you know. By the time I get to Phoenix, she'll be rising. Yeah. Oh, man. yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah. It just, uh, and so it, good. you're right. You know, right. It, it, it is one of those uh, because I was more of an instrumentalist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really loved the music part. And, uh, you know, I was in band uh, since fifth grade on, but I didn't take up chorus until I was a senior then. And that was more just so because I knew I was going into radio and wanted to get some voice control things like that uh but you know so i was always a jazz type person and then things just started to fall into place where it's like that song that i've been listening to by sticks for mm-hmm. four years now <laughs> i see what they meant <laughs> yeah yeah and and the life experiences come along and like you said you like to write about your life experiences mm-hmm. and uh, is there going to be one called "I Chipped My Tooth on Cliff"? Yeah, <laughs> that could be that could be some fertile soil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I, when I got home finally back from the ER, I thought, "Well, I'm going to make sure I learned that lesson." <laughs> what, and then I realized I had no idea what the lesson was. Besides, uh-huh. so maybe pay attention. I don't oh, know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm hearing a song in that. There you go. <laughs> Tried to learn my lesson, but yeah. I didn't know, know what the what lesson I, was. Oh, that's good. Oh. That's good. I got to write that down. Yeah, you yeah. better. <laughs> I got to steal that. Yeah, I'm, if, I got a pen and some paper over here. You can go to it, my friend. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah right. that's very yeah. cool. What, what song do you have in the works right now that you're working on for something new? Yeah, uh, the one song I, I want to record right now uh, is called Mexico. And it's basically a response to Margaritaville. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I've always, always thought it'd be fun to be one of those guys that uh, makes good money actually playing covers somewhere <laughs> somewhere on the beach, right? Yep. And for a while, I lived down in Hilton Head, South Carolina, which is a big vacation yeah, area. Just huge. working as a waiter down there after college. And uh, yeah, I always thought, well, I, should, I should learn Brown Eyed Girl and Margaritaville and uh-huh. do that instead of waiting tables. <laughs> Never got around to it because I was too busy having fun. Uh, but uh, then I, I learned Margaritaville for the gigs I do now mm-hmm. because a buddy of mine that's his favorite song and he likes to show up at the gigs and he always asked for it right. so eventually okay I gotta learn Margaritaville uh, so I did and then I realized it's not really a happy song no you know I always thought it was a happy song until I actually checked out the lyrics it's a great sing-along song it sure is yeah. it sure it is but the whole you know wasting away Wait. right you know and so yeah so the song Mexico it's about a guy later in life being down on his luck, thinks maybe I'll go to Mexico, uh, find a place in the sun where all the tourists go, make some new friends, find a seaside bar, get paid in Coronas for playing my guitar. Oh. Yeah. And then, you know, three sets a night, making yeah. everybody feel all right about wasting away and brown-eyed girls. Uh-huh. And then the last tag is, and then I'll forget all of my regrets about wasting away and brown-eyed girls. Whew. So trying to pull in a little music yeah, history and it. that kind of thing. All right. So, what do you yeah. have out there that's available for people right now? Yeah. Honestly, not much original stuff. Yeah. I'm still trying to get that that down some recordings. I do a lot of home recording, which I love okay. doing. Yeah. I record a lot of covers just for just for fun. So I'm trying to figure out do I go to a studio and get the stuff down or mm. not. So yeah. So not much original stuff out there right now. Okay. Unfortunately, just uh, mostly just covers at yeah, the moment. Well, but, well, I'm uh, loving your Mexico song thank already. You. Thank I, you. I think it's got a lot of legs. Yeah. Oh, the nice thing about that one. To I've go been... along with the brown eyes girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good too. Yeah, I've got one too the best decision of my life was to marry marry up and marry a brown eyed girl so uh-huh. it worked out well for me well done <laughs> no well regrets done. there for sure for sure <laughs> what do you have yeah. coming up uh, that people could catch you at yeah well if you're going to be up in huron at mm-hmm. the state fair here on thursday okay uh, i'll be up there uh, doing three shows 
uh, be at uh, one of the side stages, noon, 2.30, and 7, I believe. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, be up there for the day. So, if you're up at the state fair checking out the uh, prize-winning uh, pigs and all that kind of stuff, oh, having yeah. some funnel cakes, stop by and say hi. Be great to see you. So, that'd be a good day. Uh, Going to be out at the uh, Brandon Farmer's Market again uh, that weekend, uh, doing a uh, town fest in, I'm not sure I'm saying this right, uh, Haywarden, Iowa. Haywarden, Iowa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They have a little town fest on Sunday night. Be doing that mm-hmm. one on Sunday. Then uh, out of Granite City on their patio in about a week after that. So, awesome. Yeah, lots, yeah. Lots of chances. Uh, yeah, yeah. Should be a good and, summer and all around too. Yeah, yeah. The last time I heard Hey Warden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sir, where am I? Right. right. <laughs> Lights out. Right. <laughs> all right. Always like to end with the two questions. Sometimes the answer to the first means we don't have to answer the second one. When you're not part of the arts and entertainment scene, what do you like to be entertained by? Oh, that is a great question. Uh, I like to get out and see as much music as I can mm-hmm. around town. And that could be anything. We have a great symphony here. Oh, yeah, amazing, aren't they? Yeah, I've made friends with some of the players yeah. in that. And the level of talent we have in this town is fantastic. Uh, so you should get out to a few of their, sh- their shows every season. Uh, I've got buddies that do what I do in town. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure plenty of people you've had on here. Yeah. I'd love to go see what they're doing. Just have a beer or two and stop in just to say hi. Uh, so that's good, too. I, you know, I just like seeing the people. Frankly, even yeah. if I'm not that interested in the music, uh, I was down at the That Sounds Decent Festival last weekend, Ethan Railroad, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, just just for the people watching, really yeah. didn't you know? get a chance to get to it this yeah. year. It's just, it was free. All, yeah, yeah, it's just you know? a, a great thing that yeah. goes on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the follow up question then is: Any other hobbies? Any other hobbies? Mm-hmm. That's let's see here. Um, yeah, well, you know, honestly, uh, between trying to write what I wish to write mm-hmm. and trying to learn the songs I wish to learn, I have so much going on. Right. I, you Little know, time. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of people would consider those hobbies, but to no. me, they're serious. Nope. So nope. Yeah, a friend of mine once said that if you're a serious man, you don't have any hobbies because Ooh. you you have your, your you take your interests seriously. Yes. So, I love that. Yeah. He, he was kind of a hard ass if I can say that on <laughs> yes, air here. Yeah, so, you may. Yeah. So take it take it with a grain of salt. I think it's it's great. I love gardening. I okay. grow I grow tons of tomatoes and hot oh, peppers yeah. and right now they're just all all over the place. Ooh. They've exploded late summer. Yeah. Do you do so, cilantro? I do. I do. Excellent. Yeah, cilantro is tricky though because it really I guess it bolts. Mm-hmm. It goes to you know flowers pretty quickly, especially when it gets hot out. So the cilantro comes in in the spring very nicely, Mm -hmm. but the tomatoes and peppers aren't ready for the sauces and things until later. By that time, the cilantro has gone to seed. So I got to Sometimes I'll plant some more, try to keep it shaded and watered Uh so it grows. But uh, so you got to got to kind of balance those things out. But uh, yeah, I like biking a lot, too. Oh, yeah. See, you got plenty yeah, going. I guess I do. <laughs> I guess I'm not a serious man. I have too many oh, hobbies. Oh, yes, you are. Oh, no. Yeah, no. well, you're serious about your hobbies, too. There we go. <laughs> All right. Link West, thank you so much. Appreciate your time. And uh, best of wishes to down the road for you. Uh, I, I feel good things coming on. Thank you so much. It's All been great right. being here. Thank you. And we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right. He can't play the piano, but he can sure entertain crowds with his amazing magic and clever quips. His shows always make the participants the stars, especially when they've fallen asleep on stage. Uh, I mean, they've been hypnotized. Are you the party planner in your group? Then you owe it to your group to make the event magical, even if it puts you to sleep. Here's how. For booking information, go to Jesse Moffat Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E. M-O-F-F-I-T-T or call 605-929-0964 Follow the Dave Holly Hour on Facebook and Instagram Welcome back everybody mm-hmm. Gotta say it, it's always a pleasure to talk to Empire Arts and Entertainment and another first time guest and the great thing is we're going to talk about an event coming up next weekend that will be incredible for the city of Sioux Falls. Ever since they started it, it certainly has been, and uh, we're up to about the umpteenth year of it for sure. Catherine Holtz from the Washington Pavilion, how are you? I'm good, Dave. Thanks for having me. Oh, great to have this you on great. here. And uh, you are one of the people that's uh, helping put together the Sidewalk Arts Festival that comes up next Saturday. Yeah. 
What are we going to have this year? So this year is the 60th annual. Mm -hmm. So we've been doing this for a very long time. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, this is my third year being in charge of the vendors. Okay. And I will say it's the most we've had since I've been in charge. Okay. Huge footprint. We've got about 275 vendors this year. I think we had about 230 last yeah. year. So we've grown quite a bit the last few years with you know yeah. the pandemic and everything we kind of dwindled i think we're, we're back, back and people are ready to go yeah so that's it's really fantastic cool. yeah and uh, huge huge numbers a lot of interest i'm still getting people asking if they can be part of it so and, and can they no <laughs> not at this point <laughs> you we had are, to have a, a, we a are point done. where you said i am basically at capacity yeah so we're well, we does it. that mean with 45 extra uh, vendors this year that you did you have to move things a little bit as well? So we've had we've had a map with an extension mm -hmm. for the last several years. We haven't had to use it. So we had a, a big extension of booths that we could easily expand into. And this year we needed them. So yeah. but the last couple of years, I've just had to cut them off the map and okay. just pretend they don't exist, yeah. which is fine. But it's nice to have that space to expand if we get even bigger next year, we're already True. talking like, where do we More, go? What exactly. do we do? So yeah. uh, it's a good if, problem if you, to have. Yeah. And if you grew <laughs> that much this year, it wouldn't be too difficult to yeah. top 300, would it? No. Yeah. Not at all. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It is such a huge event. Uh, it and it's a fun event. Mm -hmm. And uh, not only is it great that you can see a whole bunch of art, but there's so many different types of booths. Uh, of art, visual arts, and so forth, but uh, there's also entertainment throughout the day. Mm -hmm. So what's cooking this year that uh, maybe we haven't seen in the past or uh, haven't heard in the past? So the biggest addition this year, we have added a beer garden oh. in our sculpture garden, um, which is where the entertainment right. has usually been. Yeah. Where the entertainment is again. So starting at 10 a.m. and going till 3.45, we've got entertainment running in 45-minute increments. But there will also be um, beer available mm -hmm. for purchase. Um, obviously, wristbands for anyone twenty-one right. plus. Yeah. Um, so, come on in, and it's you know it'll be a great way. It's tented, so if it's super hot that day, uh, yeah, it'll exactly. be a nice place to cool <laughs> off. Maybe take a break from shopping. Sit. Yeah. Um, kind of in the old enjoy. true traditional beer tent type yes. of way. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's great. And then in in the entertainment, we've got um, so we have our new live and local series. Mm -hmm. And some of the people in the entertainment were actually pulled from those live and local applications. Oh, so very good. They have, you know, nine months worth yeah. of those shows. They got to sneak in a couple extra people that maybe didn't get put on those those Thursday shows. Right. They get to perform at Sidewalk Arts Festival. Yeah. So. That in and of itself is also a cool thing that's yeah. going on, too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, what what makes the pavilion a great place for you to work at? Oh, my gosh. When there's just so, together there's like so many things. Mm -hmm. There's something different every day. You know, I walked out of the building and walked through preschool runtime. Because it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, that time of day. Right. Preschoolers need a break. So they're running around on the third floor lobby, and there's just so much joy. And it's it's just fun. Yeah. Now, what is it about the art world that uh, you like personally? What What is it uh, that attracted you to work at a place like this? Then? I just I grew up with kind of in and around. I was started theater when I was seven years old. Mm -hmm. So obviously that I went to art camps when I was little. My mom runs a science center. So that's a perfect fit. Just all of all of the pieces of the pavilion just kind of speak yeah those to three a little, pillars little i think you hit all of them, didn't so, you? <laughs> yeah it's it's a really great place yeah. for me especially to be but i mean and the people who work there are wonderful oh, as see, well so you know I, i've known that. you for a few years but I, I did not know anything about this theater thing yeah and uh, are there times where you're going to be in the future maybe doing something along that line yet so i'm not really much in performance anymore mm -hmm. i kind of stepped back from right. that in well, college a child yeah but um <laughs> <laughs> i did um i still do costuming from time to time mm -hmm. so that's kind of where i pivoted in right. college and now i do costume design so i did um i worked on salem last fall that's right yes yeah, God, that was that a was, great show. That too. was great. So, so hopefully something, that, no doubt, something again um, in the future. Yeah, and we'll in fact, weren't you nominated? Yes. Yes, this yes. year for a Sioux Falls Stage Award for that. Yeah, and then your husband, of course, wins one. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so in terms of uh, the arts, uh, I think one of the beauties of this show, uh, Sidewalk Arts Festival, and I'm going to call it a show, not just a festival, because yeah. it's, it's a, a way to show off everything. Absolutely. Is that there are people uh, that maybe aren't as um, solid about what they know about the arts. Mm-hmm. And they can go to this show and they can see all this different stuff that is there and go, you know, there's more to art than I thought, isn't there? Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, is it uh, stunning every year, uh, you know, some of the feedback that you get from somebody like that then? You know, I I can't say that I hear a lot from the customers just because mm-hmm. it's such a whirlwind day. Right. I don't really get to talk to anybody but the vendors, but all of the vendors have a great time and they get, I mean, they get new customers every year. They have yeah. returning customers every year. So, and we've, we've got vendors who have been coming back for decades. So I know. Yeah. It just speaks really well yeah, to I, I think I've seen this program for, that we've built. Yeah. That I think you know. I've seen some of them every year for those decades too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so fine by me though. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, what is it uh, that uh, draws them to this show then? We hear a lot about like, this is one of the best run mm-hmm. festivals and we've certainly got a great team put together that keep it running every year for a long time it was one person and when she stepped away from the pavilion Mm -hmm. we kind of had to figure out okay maybe maybe (laughs) one person shouldn't have their hands on every single piece of this because then what happens so we kind of we kind of divvied it out so i handle most of the vendor communications Mm -hmm. and logistics that kind of stuff um getting together all the applications and that kind of stuff handling the jury because we do go through a jury right. process yeah. everyone who has who is applies has to be accepted by the jury um but we've got somebody else handling the logistics someone else doing the entertainment beer garden just all the all the things are kind of handled by different people but we all come together and work together so speaking of the logistics um so what is the actual what are the boundaries let's say of, of this show <laughs> from street to street yeah, and so forth. Yeah, I should have brought a map because it's, <laughs> it's huge. But um, so it's basically the streets surrounding the Washington Pavilion. So mm-hmm. obviously Dakota, 11th, Maine, okay. and then the parking lots in and behind. Right. Kind of by the Synodome mm-hmm. um, planetarium area. Um, and then we branch out. So we go up Maine a little bit kind of towards Arc Inc. We go the other direction all the way down basically to 10th okay and then on dakota i'm just trying to figure out (laughs) explain this we go past mb on the one side and then all the way up that's right kind of past um almost to the parking lot entrance for that nordic hall lot and then let's see on 11th it goes all the way up to minnesota and down to Maine. Yeah, and so I love I love this because it's one of those that you you get out there and you start walking around. It's like, well, where do I want to go first? And yep. <laughs> uh, will there be uh, you know some pamphlets, etc., available that will list all of the vendors, so what their we, spot is? We and will so forth? have some okay. printed maps available. We have kind of shifted more to a digital map. Aha, uh, just like a save, QR code. Save thing? a lot of paper. We'll have QR codes everywhere. There's going to be one on every single booth, oh, fantastic. Um, booth vendor's yeah. sign that you can scan. There'll be signs around where you can scan that map and pull mm-hmm. it up. There will be a list of vendors and where they are, too. So if you're looking for somebody specific, you can find exactly right. where they are. Or if you're looking for future uh, guests on the podcast, there you go. Uh, that's the day <laughs> to collect a ton of business cards. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> well, and, and like I made that point earlier about, you know, the different types of art. That's mm-hmm. one of the things that I love about it personally yeah. is the fact that, uh, you know, uh, I'm still looking for somebody uh, that does pottery. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I've got to get a potter on here. I've got to get someone. I've got and, lots. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, that's uh, the thing about it. It's like there's so many to choose from. Yes. And so I come home with these stacks of business cards and try to remember every one of them. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And uh, I, I need to start writing down notes on those. Yeah. <laughs> or, no, 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 no. I need to start putting those notes into my phone so I can read them later. Yes. <laughs> Just in case I go to the beer garden. There you go. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a great decision because, you know, there are, uh, first of all, if it's uh, even slightly warm, uh, mm-hmm. you're going to get a workout going up and down some of those streets. Yes. Uh, you're going to get a workout to dodging the other 
pedestrian traffic yep. uh, throughout that time period. So, you know, give yourself a little break, stay hydrated, etc. Although, you know, they probably want you to drink more water, but you know, I mean, we have beer's... water available yeah, as well. You know, water, soda, yeah, all that, and, all that uh, good so stuff available. Sit also. down, have whatever you need yes. to make uh, to quench your thirst. Yes. We'll, we'll put it that way. <laughs> what uh, is it that uh, makes um, for a great show like this? You know, you talked about you. You know, one person couldn't handle it anymore. And so you've divvied things up. But what else goes into that in terms of the thoughts of how are we going to make it better again next year then? I would say the variety is probably the, the mm-hmm. biggest piece that really matters is that, you know, we don't just have right. a street of jewelry vendors. And we don't have a street right. of painters. So my, if you looked at my map yep. of how I assign them, which I adopted from the previous person, I look like a crazy person because it is color coded and there's shapes yeah. and colors and it's it's bonkers. But we try and space people out and give them all a chance mm-hmm. because most people don't walk the whole festival. True. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, I don't even know how how far it is to walk the whole thing, which I do probably five times that day. Oh, my. But it's, you know, that way, if you only hit one block you're going to see a lot of variety you're going to see a jewelry vendor next to a painter next to a potter next to someone who makes kettle corn (laughs) or home decor or candles or photography photography yeah there's all kinds of stuff and we try and give every every vendor a good chance of getting an audience Mm -hmm. so you're not competing against every single person that makes something similar to what you do and you're not like, well, I only can buy one pair of earrings today and they're all here. So I'm going to buy this one. Yeah. Like, you maybe buy that one and then you go three blocks down. And you're like, oh, I really <laughs> like those ones too. So I'm going to get those too. So it just, I think it just helps everybody. It helps the vendors. It helps the patrons. So you get a little bit of that variety mm-hmm. when you when you come down. Give us a little history on this, uh, because, you know, it's been around 60 years, but the pavilion hasn't been around 60 years. We have not. Yeah. So how did it all start and how did uh, the pavilion get involved uh, to make it what we know it as today? So as far as I know, I'm not completely up on the history of Mm -hmm. like the whole thing, but I believe it started as a Civic Fine Arts Center Mm -hmm. fundraiser. And when the pavilion became the pavilion, the Civic Fine Arts Center became the visual arts center right inside the pavilion and so those their fundraisers they just kind of passed over to to us and for a while it was a visual arts center fundraiser and over the years it's kind of just become all a washington pavilion fundraiser it funds all of the programs throughout the year and it's it's great (laughs) well tell us about the programs that there are then you know, because there are so many. Yeah. So uh, I, I not, not expecting you to go down a no, whole list fine. of them. But, so I mentioned yeah. our, our preschool kids. Right. We've got a, a preschool, um, the Graham Academy preschool. We just started all day preschool this year. Wow. So we've got kids in the building, um, different classes, but some of them are all day, every day um, from like nine to four. Um, and they're getting ready for kindergarten. So oh learning all the things with what the pavilion has to offer so they get to go to the science center they get to go to the art museum and do all of those cool things and that like that's their school Mm -hmm. how cool is that Uh, we've also got the dakota academy of performing arts which is our youth theater program so they put on productions every year we do camps and classes where kids can learn how to audition and how to sing better and like all all that cool stuff and we obviously have the science center with, you know, three floors of exhibits that are anywhere from dinosaurs and space and healthcare, that kind of stuff. So there's some South Dakota job, you know, workforce development almost mm-hmm. at that point. And then you have the visual arts center, which is our art museum, which features regional artists, local artists, some national artists. Um, so we've got just kind of everything just kind of yeah compacted it's amazing into our building and, well not even compacted but in in so many ways so many things have grown too mm-hmm. 
Uh, and it's been fun to see that yeah. and uh, just, uh, you know, how important it is to our city Yeah. Uh, because it draws from so far away. You know, like, uh, you know, where are some of these vendors coming from? So I've got vendors that come all the way from like Colorado, Oklahoma, mm -hmm. Wyoming. I'd say the majority are from, you know, South Dakota, right. Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska. But we've got I've got 12 different states represented in our Goodness. vendors. So, yeah, it's a. It's a range and, and, and some and of them come only. up like this it's a one-day festival so they drive up they start setting up at two in the morning oh some my. of them and <laughs> then they pack up and go home yeah. <laughs> they probably they probably sleep in there somewhere yeah, but maybe not i don't so. know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it's a really fun day yeah. and like i said we start at 2 a.m we've got some pavilion staff on site kind of helping everybody get figured mm -hmm. out but we have vendors that show up that early we close down the streets. Everybody sets up starting in the dark. <laughs> and it's just, you know, it's one of those days that's just all hands on deck. Yeah. And Somebody's there all the time. Like there's just different departments represented and it's just such a cool team effort. And and you mentioned uh, earlier that, uh, you know, if you're a vendor, can't get in anymore. You had to cut mm -hmm. the, the time and, and uh, number and so forth. But uh, need volunteers yet for anything? I think. I think or our volunteer needs are filled. Good. Because there's so often that, you but know, we, one. We do depend on a lot of volunteers yeah. for this in a lot of different ways. So. And you take care of them too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their water Lots is free. Yeah. Lots of snacks. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, because there have been some times where it's uh, been uh, a little toasty on that day. Yes. Uh, I recall wearing a tuxedo oh, uh, at a one time. So. <laughs> And it was about a hundred. So <laughs> yeah, all kinds. It looks like this year is going to be a hot yeah. one too, with the way things have been. Oh, so true. Uh, but going back when you're talking about uh, the different programs and so mm -hmm. forth, and uh, DAPA is yeah. one that is just growing leaps so and bounds. Much. Yeah. Wow. And not just in terms of the number that they have participating, uh, or the number of things they do now, but the level at which yes. they do those and. Uh, a lot of uh great mentoring that takes place with that too yes, for sure yeah and uh, we go to i think we missed one earlier this year but we try to hit every dapa oh, show that we can and, they're great yeah and uh you know let's talk about uh the um the live and local that's going on a little bit uh you know in terms of uh you know that's just a, another new program mm -hmm. that has started up and so that apparently drew a lot more than just the people that we're going to see yes. performing yeah because you said some of the entertainment for this show yeah I think it was more than they ever expected mm -hmm. so so that's another just thing finding way to probably gonna get grow more too. people involved yeah. yeah absolutely uh what do you tell people that uh, maybe aren't huge fans of the washington pavilion as to why they should be we have something for everybody yeah you may not think it's for you, but if you walk in the door, you're going to find something that you can appreciate. Very true. Maybe you don't like, maybe you don't think you like art, but if you yeah. walk in the galleries, you're not going to find the same, the art that you're thinking of. It's, it's all over the place and it's, yeah. there's, and uh, just uh, think outside the box. Uh, um, we also have our brand new planetarium opening. Oh, that's right. Uh, this weekend. Ooh. Or I suppose yeah. it will already be open by the time this is released. No, so, this no? is coming out this Thursday. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so we're talking ahead to next weekend. So, so this weekend yeah, will be good. Yeah, it's opening Friday. Awesome. And I just, I haven't seen much of a preview, but I did see a little bit. It's incredible. And I just I heard from a coworker on my calendar who, got a, <laughs> um, who got a preview of one of the films and just said it, it's mind-blowing. Oh, it, the technology is just amazing. Yeah, because the last time I was at a planetarium was 35 years ago. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably changed a little bit yeah. that time then. Yeah, but it's super cool. So that's well, look you know, forward to something that. new. Yeah. Very cool. And, uh, you know, so many uh, uh, organizations and so forth are starting to take advantage of it as well. The uh, Washington Pavilion, mm -hmm. thinking of the uh, Arts Collective. Yes. They just had a big show there this past weekend or yeah. weekend before that, I think about it. I, mean, mm -hmm. I don't get them all mixed up anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, so there new people are coming in yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. 
And that's got to make uh, everybody at the pavilion smile. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so we've got next Saturday, the, uh, make it the ninth? The ninth. Ninth. Yes. Nine, nine. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, the time of the show again? Um, opens at 9 a.m. Goes till 5 p.m. Okay. On the streets surrounding the Washington Pavilion. Yeah. And you're going to find uh, visual arts of all kinds. Visual arts of all kinds. Yeah. And uh, there's also going to be some uh, entertainment. Entertainment. Beer there's, garden. There's a food court. Ooh. An actual food court. Yes. <gasps> We've got. Oh, talking my language. 11 now. food. Wow. Trucks vendors yeah i mean it'll be trucks but yeah um, 11 food vendors wow. in our food court this year lots of variety should be really great we've got you mm -hmm. know kettle corn yeah. popcorn ice cream it's like my one time of the year I <laughs> <laughs> all kinds of good yeah. stuff but yeah there's so there's there's fine art there's also craft and folk art mm -hmm. so kind of a a wide range of price points and styles so Again, just like there's something for everybody inside, there's something as for everyone yeah. at Sidewalk Arts Festival. Absolutely. Fantastic. We look forward to it. All right, uh, Catherine, I know that uh, your husband has been on this program a, mm -hmm. a few times, so you might be familiar with the last two questions. Uh, I that I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he's answered them before. Okay. But uh, I want to see how yours compared to his. Uh, so. <laughs> Feels like a test. Yeah. Uh, sometimes how you answer question number one eliminates the need for the second question. Okay. But when you're not part of the arts and entertainment community, what do you like to be entertained by? Ooh. Movies. Okay. And probably, I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, so I haven't been on very many, but I listen okay. to a lot. Yeah, well, that's a good thing. Um, and... I mean, like TV. Mm -hmm. Have a go-to right now on the uh, on the television set. I am currently watching Sweet Magnolias okay. on Netflix. Yeah, my wife watches that. That's a good one. Yeah, we've been binge watching um, Blacklist. I haven't seen that oh. one yet. Well, it's uh, over and done but, with on NBC. It was okay. on eleven okay. seasons. I oh think, wow, ten or eleven seasons. Okay, and we started on in the first one. It's like. How did we never watch this thing? That's 218 episodes we got to go through. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so That's a we're commitment. For a while, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. So then the other question, the follow up is Do you have any other hobbies? Yeah. Such as? I am a seamstress. I don't know how you say oh, it. Oh, true. Good way. Yeah. But yeah. I, I sew, I knit, um, just kind of crafting in general. Very good. I hang out with my daughter and yeah. we do all sorts of strange crafts <laughs> the other day we made a hamster kitty out of Interesting. a pom-pom okay suggested by one of the shows she likes to watch uh -huh. so we are, figured are, it out are popsicle sticks still popular to make stuff out of i think they still exist yeah boy i, I remember <laughs> being a kid and you'd go to a day thing a day camp or whatever and craft time come yeah. along here comes the popsicle sticks and it's there like you go. couldn't i had that beforehand yeah. <laughs> i also really love baking oh so do you have a, a, a secret uh recipe of anything not really okay i just kind of search for whatever yeah. and I, then... most, I mostly find recipes on pinterest okay sometimes i don't have every ingredient and so yeah. i improvise a little bit to, yeah that, that improv <laughs> improvisation is a good thing too yeah. yeah all right well Catherine, thank you so much for telling us about everything that's coming up with uh the sidewalk arts festival september 9th here in sioux falls look forward to a great day and uh we'll even start you know crossing fingers praying doing whatever to uh, see if uh, mother nature will help out too i appreciate that <laughs> all right appreciate your time thank, thank you. you so much and we'll be back to wrap up the dave holly hour in just a moment ladies when it's time to give your nails some love get that extra special treatment from quality nails on south minnesota avenue in sioux falls manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic Zaya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself too. 
quality nails. Call for an appointment, 605-334-1463. Check out the new ceramic studio in Sioux Falls, conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. TJS Ceramics. Bisque, studio time, or finished custom items are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in Sioux Falls today. For him, every day is a holiday. Here again, Dave Holly. Thanks again to all our guests, Kiri A. Dunkley, Link West, and Katherine Holtz. As always, the biggest thanks goes to you for listening, for those downloads, like I said, again, over 15,000, for sharing and following on social media, and the cups of coffee. If you haven't so far, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. For all 195 episodes, go online at DaveHollyHour.com. As the Sioux Falls Arts Council says, together we art. As Arts South Dakota says, home is where the art is. As I say, put some art in your heart. Remember, my name is Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday. Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by TJS Ceramics Studio, Posh Boutique, The Sky and T, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and the Sioux Falls Arts Council. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. Go to DaveHollyHour.com and click on the coffee cup icon. Don't forget to stay up to date on the show by following on Instagram and Facebook. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening. 